0: Coming up, it's Philosophy Talk.
1: Are you politically correct?
0: I think political correctness is a really cool thing. Where would we be without it? We'd still have racism, sexism, classism, ageism, speciesism.
1: Ken, I approve of political correctness, but I enjoy being politically incorrect. What does that <laughs> make
0: me? The move to political correctness is the move that makes certain thoughts unfashionable to express. On the other yeah.
1: hand, hypocrisy is the first step to progress. There you go. We were talking
0: trying to pick us <laughs> up. Why won't they let us be? Bricks and may break my bones, but talk don't bother me.
1: I have thoughts left over from my childhood that I would no more express than jump off a 40 foot cliff into a pile of rubble. Are you politically correct? Our guest is former political speechwriter Leonard Steinhorn.
0: Political correctness, coming up on Philosophy Talk after the news. Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Uh, Except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. We're coming to you from the studios of KALW in San Francisco. Continuing conversations that begin at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus. Today, political correctness. We'll start by looking at how political correctness relates to issues of morality in both our private lives and the public sphere.
1: Then we'll look at the relationship between being PC and being irreverent. And finally, we'll explore how issues of censorship are tied to political
0: correctness. But, John, let's back up a bit, way back to the beginning and start from the very beginning. What exactly does this phrase, political correctness, mean? What does it mean?
1: Well, Ken, you know, I I can't give you a very straightforward answer. I, I, I actually think this is one case in which that part of the philosophy that you and I can know best, the philosophy of language, is actually of some use to somebody. The question, what do the words mean, is really much too simple for a loaded phrase like political correctness. Distinctions
0: are needed. Well, okay, Mr. Philosophy of Language. Make one for me.
1: All right, here's here's a key one. The distinction between what a term stands for... And how it presents what it stands for. Oh,
0: that's what Frege called sense and reference. Or Carnap called intention and extension. Or Mill called connotation and
1: denotation. Right. Well, maybe from a precise scholarly point of view, there are differences. But for our purposes, those all come to pretty much the same thing. The point is I can say, like, Ken Taylor and refer to you. Or I can say the younger and more charming co-host of Philosophy Talk and refer to you. Or I can even just say, you, and refer to you. Three different ways of referring to the same guy. But these words all carry very
0: different meanings, and that suggests different things are going on in our conversation. Right, and each is a label with a slightly different meaning, connotation, sense, and, and that difference can influence, you know, why we use it in what context, right? And sometimes, you know, that difference can be aimed at the gut or at the brain. You can call me Ken and be very, you know, you're my friend and it's for- informal, or you can call me Mr. Taylor and refer to me if you want to be more formal, or you can call me the father of Kiyoshi if you want to be kind of cuddly, touch, and feely, but don't you dare call me, say, the N-word host of philosophy talk.
1: Well, there's just two hosts of philosophy talk, and wouldn't the N-word
0: host of philosophy talk refer to you? It would refer to me, but it would be offensive. It's unacceptable in civilized society to refer to me that way.
1: So using the N-word is a pretty paradigm example of political incorrectness. But a lot of less explosive terms get that title, too. For example, in some circles, handicapped is politically incorrect, but disabled is okay. Hearing impaired is politically incorrect. Deaf isn't. These days, Afro-American isn't quite right, but African-American is okay.
0: Okay, so, so i got an idea. Try this for a definition. Political correctness, that means a way to refer to a group of people and their traits so that those people aren't offended.
1: You know, that's that's not a bad definition. When you put it that way, it sounds very reasonable, but you've kind of left something out to a lot of people. The term political correctness is itself a negative term. Accusing someone of being PC is a label used to ridicule what someone has said or the way that they said it. They chose their words too self-consciously, or they're not being honest, or they're trying to push me around intellectually by telling me how I should say what I think. It's been said by... Some, that political correctness is just about the worst idea to come out of the 20th century.
0: Well, that seems to be an exaggeration, but, you know, there's a nice point here. We've both uh, explained this connotation, denotation distinction by using the term political correctness, and we've exemplified this uh, distinction as well because, you know, the term political correctness, it denotes kind of non-offensive speech, but it connotes, in some circles anyway, timidity, too preciousness. So, so it's uh, wouldn't uh, Mill, Frege, and Carnap be proud of us, John?
1: Oh, I think they would would, Ken. The term political correctness, you know, I mean, it, it, it's been around for the whole 40 years I've been teaching. It, it's a piece of artillery that both the right and the left have used for a long time. What does it mean today when our roving philosophical reporter, Zoe Corneli, hit the streets to find out exactly what it means today?
2: To really get a handle on the current status of political correctness, I figured the best people to talk to would be young people.
3: My name's Randy. <laughs> I'm a student at the Art Institute, California, San Francisco.
2: Randy Zadie Hewling says he thinks it's good to be politically correct.
3: It definitely is, it shows a sign of respect if you call a uh, Native American, Native American as opposed to Indian or like I mean you go back to the, the football team watching the Redskins. I mean Redskins right there alone. but they're not gonna change themselves to the Washington Native Americans because it's been a football team for so long. a lot of people probably wouldn't jive off of that. To
2: him that means using up-to-date terminology when talking about race or gender.
3: I, mean, I had a class just recently last a couple weeks ago where a girl referred to African Americans as negroes and I'm like, whoa, what are you doing you can't do that you can't do that nowadays, man There's a touchy issue in that class but at the same time it's like you got to understand that some people don't want to be called black. some people don't want to be definitely don't want to be called Negro. I mean you know me being part like I'd rather be called African American than, than you know other things.
2: So there's some support for the idea of being politically correct. But Randy's classmate, 17-year-old Leslie Fong, couldn't disagree more.
4: I, I think that the term politically correct is really just a soft way of saying censored. I think that what is politically correct is censorship in itself. And
2: So do you try to not be politically correct?
4: Uh, no, not at all. I mean, I'm not trying to make any particular effort to be edgy. Uh, I I do tend to speak my mind, which can sometimes go overboard, but I try to be um, respectful, I guess you could say. It's better to just try and stay as proper as possible to avoid getting into trouble with anyone. Well, so that's interesting.
2: You think that political correctness is censorship, but you allow yourself to be censored because...
4: Yeah, I'm an absolute hypocrite for that reason, but yeah, I, I believe it's censorship, but I'm one of the censored, as is the majority of the rest of the population. The students are standing in a
2: circle on a downtown street, chatting together on a break between classes. Leslie's friend, 21-year-old Brandon, chimes into the discussion.
3: Well, political correctness is kind of like, um, it's someone, someone has to set a limitation so that someone else can break it. So everyone goes, ooh, you're edgy. I think that people just, they have to label things as proper language and improper language just like there's proper English and slang English. So I think political correctness makes sense to an extent when you're in a business setting, but when you talk normally, no one ever uses political correctness. <laughs> no way, not here anyways.
2: MICHAEL Ray, a 19-year-old advertising student, agrees. He says when he's with his friends, he's much less politically correct than in a formal context.
3: I say faggot all the time. I'm a gay man, and I'll say faggot like it's, like it's nothing. I'll, be like, I'll put glasses on. me. Like, do you think me look like a faggot? I mean, what's going on? Or, you know, if I'm around, like, people and I'm trying to make a point about something, I'm you know, I'm a gay man, you know, I'm a homosexual, this and that, blah, 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 and so.
2: Madeline Brown is not a student. She's passing by on her way home from the farmer's market. She remembers when the concept of political correctness was still fresh and exciting.
3: It was kind of the ideal 90s, and you thought Clinton was going to make a change, and um, Lollapalooza was around, and it was just, it was a bit different, and you thought maybe things
2: would go well she says that ideal got lost in the polarized world of media mudslinging now brown says she doesn't really try to be politically correct
3: uh... i don't think necessarily i think that's part that was part of the backlash maybe had it correct is that it became an umbrella of things that a lot of people felt like they had to check the right boxes and toe the right lines and that this made them good or acceptable or tolerant or peaceful people as opposed to really looking at every situation and every person and themselves and and what everything meant to them. For Philosophy Talk,
2: I'm Zoe Corneli.
0: Want to hear more? You can find the complete episode on iTunes Music or for unlimited listening, become a subscriber at philosophytalk.org.